Thanks for joining us this week on the show. I am looking forward to sharing with you a new topic. You know, I love to talk about stress. I love to talk about having more time for play and creativity. This week, I'm feeling the June summer vibes. We're going to talk about taking a vacation, why it matters, why I hope that you will. But even if you don't, because I know human nature, how you can bring the vacation vibe home and experience some of the benefits why you deserve it, and some ways that you can make it an easy thing to integrate a lot more often than you might think. So glad to have you with us. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome back. I'm so happy to have you with me this week on the show. I hope that you enjoyed a wonderful Memorial Day weekend this past week. June has already found us and it has my mind looking towards vacation. And so this week we're exploring the idea of how you can bring a vacation vibe home with you if you haven't planned a little time for yourself to get away from home, away from the office, away from the regular stuff of life so that you can reset, recharge, and refuel yourself this summer. So let's dig in. I am here in Southern California typically sunny this year, not at all so much. In fact, just as cloudy as Anchorage, Alaska, I've been told recently. Here in typically sunny Southern California, if you can take a little time away from work, get out of the house, get to the beach, we feel like we've got it pretty good. But the biggest factor there is getting that time away. And over the last several years, as I dug into some new enterprises, established a new business, have been working in a lot of different areas in new areas and spreading my message in the world, I haven't made much time for myself. I haven't even made a day or an afternoon to just go sit on the beach with my feet in the sand. And so you might think that my story is a different one, but I can certainly relate to that feeling of it's just not possible. I can't have that for myself. I can't carve out that time away. If I'm not sitting here getting things done, who is and what am I going to find when I get back? The email inbox is overflowing. The voicemail messages are piling up and you feel like you've been letting people down. Am I right? Whether it's coworkers, whether it's clients, whether it's other people who have been vying for your time and attention, even dear ones and friends. So how can you carve out this time for yourself so that you can feel recharged and refueled without feeling like you have more work waiting for you when you come back? And why is it even important? So let's start there, because I think when we have a little bit of evidence, a little bit of merit to something that might be a new priority for you or trying to move something off of your wish list onto your priority list, like taking care of yourself, it helps to validate why this matters. And so if you've been a listener on this show for any time at all, you know that I'm passionate about stress and you know that it is important to give yourself time to recover. Fundamentally, biologically, we are wired to respond to stress. Our bodies are beautifully designed to perceive it and react. 
And then when the stress is over to reset, right? To recover so that we have the ability to respond again. But we don't live in that simple biological world anymore. Our lifestyle has changed radically. Stress is coming in on all fronts at all times. And without that opportunity to recover, to find a pause in between different stressors, we are running at max capacity all the time. And so how can we respond with patience when someone needs our time and attention? How can we engage with our family and our loved ones coming from a place of peace and be present with them the way that we desire to be when we're running on this low grade, medium grade, even tipping the scales of burnout level of stress all the time? So it's important for you to not just be able to clock out at the end of the day, not just observe the weekend when it comes around, but to really give yourself some time away. Because at the end of the day, we come home and there are things to tend to in our house. On the weekends, we've got some things to put in order so that the next week flows easily. When we give ourselves a chance to really unplug, that's when the magic happens. And I am, I'm raising my hand here. I am not an all-star student, even knowing as much as I do how important it is to relax. It's hard for me to make that a priority. And so with this being front of mind, it's coming up in conversations that I am having recently with dear friends. We're all feeling a little itchy. The kids are out of school. Summer vacation season is upon us. Are you planning to take a vacation? Have you created an opportunity for yourself to recharge and refresh yourself? I hope by the end of this conversation, you will have it on your priority list. And I'll probably share some information as we go along about the vacation that I'm looking forward to. Because sometimes we need a special date, a significant reason to make it happen. And we've got some special dates coming up with our family. And so I'm looking forward to a getaway myself. But even if you can't leave your zip code, even if you can't get yourself to a beach or a lake or a river, somewhere where you can feel like the place has changed, the time is moving differently for you, no one can find you here. This is your respite and your time away. You can create these opportunities for yourself. And so I hope that you'll find some encouragement and inspiration to do so. But back to the benefits of a vacation, of a long weekend. Memorial Day came and went, but you probably breezed right through it without even really acknowledging, perhaps if you get that day observed, three full days to have your own schedule. But that's one of the benefits of vacation. A lot of times when we're working with sleep patterns that are dysregulated, if we have insomnia, if stress is keeping us up at night, or if we have to get up early in the morning, but we're not observing a consistent bed schedule, we can really struggle with rest. And quality sleep is the key to so many things, to keeping your health strong, your immunity up, to clearing the memory banks, if you will. It's during sleep that we process all of the new information and create memories in our mind so that we can call on them in the future that we need. And also so that we have a fresh slate to operate from the next day. So if we're not getting quality sleep, it affects so many different areas of our life. And one of the key recommendations is find out exactly how much sleep you need. Not everyone needs eight hours. Some people function just fine on six. Some people need more like 10. 
Have you ever given yourself that opportunity to go to bed at a reasonable time? I'm not saying go to bed when you feel like it. Sometimes I feel like a bit of a toddler around bedtime. I don't want to go to bed at nine o'clock. I want to stay up and watch one more episode. But for the better of myself, for the better of the work that I do, I recognize that sometimes I have to overcome my inner toddler and go to bed at a reasonable hour. But what time then do I wake up? I naturally tend to wake up with about seven hours of sleep because I've given myself that opportunity to recognize that without an alarm clock, that's what time I naturally get up in the morning. So having that opportunity is really important because often our wake time isn't flexible. Often we wake up in order to get the kids off to school, to get ourselves off to work, to get to the gym before work, whatever your morning routine is. It's important to count backwards from that to have a reasonable bedtime goal. So regulating your sleep schedule is a really important opportunity that we can observe if we give ourselves a little bit of time, a little opportunity to fall into our natural rhythm and cycle and learn more about ourselves. And as I mentioned, it's also important to hit reset from that stress cycle so that we can recover we can come back into balance, but stress also impacts our digestive cycle. It's one of the first things that gets dysregulated and comes out of balance when we're stressed. Because biologically, if we're stressed out, the last thing our body needs to be focusing on is processing a meal, right? We've got other fish to fry. We need those major muscles firing. We need that circulation dialed in for energy so that our muscles have fuel, so that our oxygen levels are where they need to be. And when we come out of stress, we give our bodies a chance to have that digestion come back into balance. When I'm seeing body work clients, I tell them snoring and stomach grumbling are flattery. Because if I hear your stomach grumbling, it means that your digestion is kicking back into gear. Maybe it's been offline or working at a lower capacity for a while. And so if I hear the digestion firing up, I know that your body is coming out of stress, giving yourself a chance to come back to balance. So let your digestive system do that. However, if you're on vacation, you might be eating some of the foods that you're not normally eating. So there's a little bit of attention to be paid there. Definitely, if you're on vacation or if you're just creating a staycation, Try to boost those fruits and vegetables and fiber to really support your digestive system if it is coming out of a lower, slower period of function. Also, this should probably be a no-brainer, should probably be at the top of the list, but time to connect with family and friends is so important during vacation. So important during the weekend when you have time to get together. If you have children, you probably have a priority on this time spent with them so that you can enjoy each other, enjoy this opportunity to be together. This connection, this bond with the people that we love is so important. And it's hard to maintain during the schedule of regular work. The weeks just fly by, as I've already mentioned, how is it possibly already June? And so creating that opportunity to connect, to slow down, to listen to each other, to hear what's new with the kids, to hear how your partner is doing, how they're feeling about the work that they do or what lights them up, what they would like to have more of in the coming year or make a priority of. 
These are these opportunities for connection that are priceless. And unless we create these opportunities, life just whisks them right by and we miss that opportunity. Another thing that I love to talk about, you've probably heard me mention this, the importance of play, the benefits of creativity. And I often come back to the power of awe and wonder. Awe and wonder are emotions, are experiences that we feel that stand out in our mind. Remember the last time you learned something new, you experienced something for the first time, you thought to yourself, I can do this, or wow, I never thought that happened or existed, or I never put A and B together to make this simple connection, and suddenly the light bulbs are popping. These moments of awe and wonder are like bookmarks. They help time to slow down because they're significant to our brain. And the more moments of awe and wonder, the more bookmarks we can place through our days, through our weekends, through our seasons of life, the more we notice these experiences and time actually doesn't seem to slip away as quickly, right? But it's priceless, again, when we can share these moments with the people that we love. So what better opportunity, even if you can't get out of town, even if you can't go on an extraordinary dream vacation, what's something that you haven't done that you'd love to share with someone? Even if it's been someplace you have gone before, perhaps the zoo or the aquarium. For example, here in San Diego, we had baby weedy sea dragons born recently. So how long has it been since you've gone to visit the sea dragons and just taken the time to stare at these mystical, magical creatures of the sea, these little seahorses that look like they're part kelp creature, part seahorse. Give yourself these opportunities to really be present with yourself, with someone that you can share this experience with. It definitely helps to have a buddy on your staycation or vacation to help make the most of it. Now, why is it that we don't take them? When you look around the world, and I found an interesting graphic, I will link in the show notes about how many days off people have in different countries. This is not breaking news. We know that Americans don't place a priority in vacation or taking holidays. In some European countries, you can't place orders for the month of August because basically everything is shut down. All the factories are closed. The shops are closed. Everyone's on holiday, right? So you better know that if you're planning a European vacation. But think of the significance of that. An entire society puts such a priority on their rest, on their rejuvenation, that they let their economy almost come to a halt while they take care of themselves, while they enjoy the beautiful weather, they enjoy the company of good friends, they enjoy delicious food, whether they leave home or they stay in. So what is it about us in our American lifestyle, in our Western lifestyle? If you're Canadian or Australian, I'd love to hear how it is for you in your culture. Is it the concern of time? Like I just mentioned, if I get away from my computer for a few days, I've got quite the inbox to come back to. Is it the amount of work that we feel is going to pile up around us if we take this time for ourselves? Is it that we worry about the pressure we might be putting on coworkers if we take this time away? But again, I'd like to point back to the benefits of play and creativity in our 
productivity, and problem solving. When we take this time away, we come back with so much more to give. We can work with more focus because we're not running with a half a tank. When you've got a full tank, you can put all of your energy and attention into what you're doing. And you just might find that you enjoy your work a little bit more when you come back to it than that place you had been viewing it from when you're working at medium, high stress, or even holding burnout at bay. Sometimes it's financial, right? Sometimes we feel like we just can't afford to take time off because we've got to keep working. Hopefully you have a job where you get some paid time off. As a part-time employee, I only work three days a week. So you would think I get four-day weekends, but I have other enterprises going. So as I've already mentioned, I can be guilty of skipping over the weekend and taking full days off. But Trying to get past that perception that it's going to cost so much. We can't take a vacation. We can't take that time away from work. What I want to open your mind to is start to see the possibilities of how can you do it where you are? Maybe you take that time off. You don't answer the phone. You make sure not to check those work emails, but you stay in your neighborhood or you only go as far as a lake or river nearby so you can get restored and refreshed in nature and get out of our indoor space, get back to breathing some clean, fresh air again, or create a staycation area in your own backyard. You don't even need to get in your car to enjoy it. I'm gonna talk about some different ideas for that coming up. Do we need to have permission? Do we need to have permission from ourselves do we feel like we're not worthy of time off? Maybe this is a generational pattern. Maybe this is something that you saw your parents work very hard and not carve out time for themselves. They thought retirement is when we'll get to do the things that we look forward to and we're just going to power through these 40 years in the working force. Why do we have to be that way? Why do we have to subscribe to that same concept? Because I don't know about you, but I saw how well that worked and I don't want to work with that level of stress, right? Even in viewing the way that I work now, when I do have that time off, I really do unplug. Personally, I love nature. I put a priority in getting outdoors. Whatever your refreshing, rejuvenating activity is, maybe it's a luxury spa day. Maybe it's a room in your house where you can be inside, but feel like you are in a different place. So granting yourself permission, feeling like we can get that permission from work. Often we fear falling behind in our own work. We fear falling behind our coworkers. If they stay and they've got the good attention and focus of the supervisors, are they getting more points, if you will, in that system? Some people fear being fired, right? We still have that concept that a good worker bee shows up every day, puts in their hours, doesn't make complaints, and they'll get ahead. Unfortunately, Good worker bees don't always get noticed or recognized without doing some things to call attention to themselves. And skipping your vacation is not going to be the thing that's going to help you get ahead. So hopefully we can remove that myth from whatever perception might be holding you back from giving yourself permission to take some time away. How much paid time off do you have on account that you haven't used. That's something I would love to hear. A good friend of mine has been doing contract work for decades, I feel, I can say at this point, we keep getting older, although obviously we haven't changed that much. 
and has weeks, effectively, weeks of paid time off that he could be using, but hasn't. And now it's almost a game of how could he possibly start to crack into that, start to make a dent in that paid time off. That's a problem I would love to have, but that's a conversation maybe for later. <laughs> so I hope you'll start to see that some of these perceptions, we don't have the time, we don't have the money, we need permission to take this time away. How much of that is self-inflicted? How much of that is a story that you're creating for yourself? And if you start to question that, why don't I have the time? How can I manage my time so that I can have a little bit of time away? Maybe that's taking a half of a Friday off instead of a three-day weekend. Maybe if you tend to work longer hours for a project, you can talk with your supervisor about flex time. That's something that I loved in a salaried position that I had, where I would work a 50 plus hour week, and then I would take a day or two to do something that I wanted to do at a time that wasn't impacting the business and benefited me. So flex time is something that is coming into the conversation, I think, as employers are recognizing the value of flexibility especially as employers are requiring their employees to come back into offices, not being able to work from home anymore. It could be a great time for you to have that conversation about the potential of flex time, about having some shorter weeks, taking every other Friday off, you know, working one extra hour a day so that you can have three-day weekends, whatever that looks like, but it's worth exploring because in most every case, a good employer recognizes that the good employees that they keep are so much more valuable than bringing in new people because someone is fed up with their job and decides to scuttle the whole thing. So don't let yourself get pushed to that point. Try to talk with them and see what you can work out to gain some flexibility for yourself before you're pushed over the edge and you snap back and throw the whole thing under the bus, as my husband says. <laughs> so now I'd like to invite you to daydream. Daydream with me a little bit about if you could go on your most perfect vacation. No holds barred, remove the limits. What's your perfect day? What time are you waking up? What are you having for breakfast? Who are you there with? What are you looking forward to doing that day? What are you wearing? What's the weather like? What kind of music are you hearing as you're going through the day? What are you eating or drinking? What stands out to you? Give that some time, even push pause and write down some notes, make a note on your phone, what comes up for you? Because these are, this is like the code. I mean, no vacation is the same. Sometimes you wanna do tropical, sometimes you wanna do cultural experience in Europe. That's part of the beauty of vacation. It's something that's a fresh new experience. And what part about that can you bring home for yourself? Is it waking up without an alarm clock? Check out what we were talking about earlier about regulating your sleep cycle and figuring out how you can get enough rest that you can wake up without an alarm clock. It is possible. You can be done. And I tell you, there's nothing better than letting your mind naturally wake up than swatting an alarm clock or trying to throw one across the room. <laughs> 
is it what you would have for your vacation breakfast? Now, if it's completely indulgent breakfast buffet, that's not something you can do every day. But if it's having some fruit that you don't normally have on hand, if it's a beverage that you don't normally have, how can you help to make this available to yourself? Why only have that delectable matcha latte when you go out for breakfast? If you take a look at some quality matcha, a nice frother, you've got your quality milk, you can make this at home. You deserve the good things every day, not only when you give yourself permission to be on vacation. One of the things that I was inspired to do after a trip down to Ensenada, my husband and I love to travel to Mexico when we can for day trips. And he took me to one of his favorite places, a blowhole called La Bufadora. And it's been built up over the years. It's a long walkway now with many vendors. And as you arrive, you can buy yourself a pineapple. You can buy yourself a pineapple drink with a bit of juice in it. And then as you walk, there are different vendors. You can get a refill for your pineapple drink. You might get a shot of an alcohol, if you like, in your pineapple drink. Or you can keep it a mocktail. You can have a healthy pineapple drink. And so when I saw at the dollar store, I'm going to tell you there's some good vacation vibe items available at the dollar store. Take a look. A pineapple corer and slicer so that I can make my own pineapple drinks. I was all in. In fact, I think I've given away about six of these as presents to friends because I think everybody needs to have the option of a pineapple drink when you want one. How can you bring the vacation vibe home with you? What can you do that doesn't require a big extravagance or a big change in your lifestyle or a big change in your good eating or drinking habits? How can you make this a little more attainable for yourself? Maybe if you love vacations that are all about culture, maybe you take another look at the museums that are in your area. Often, especially here in San Diego, we have resident-free days. You can go on certain days and not even pay the admission price. Here it's on a Tuesday, so you might have to see if you can swing a Tuesday afternoon off to go down and take a look and see how you can take these in and enjoy. Give yourself permission to do these little things. Is your picture of the perfect vacation day swinging in a hammock? Then why not get yourself a hammock? If you don't have two perfectly placed trees, you can get a hammock on a stand that you can place anywhere you have the space. Get an umbrella. You can even find a little thatched palapa style umbrella online and create your little vacation getaway corner of your yard or your patio so that you can enjoy it when you like. So what can you do today? What's one thing that you can shift today to help yourself feel like you're bringing a little vacation home with you? And maybe what's going to be a longer activity, maybe a drive, as I mentioned, out to nature or to collaborate with a friend, compare, share stories. What's their perfect vacation idea? You might get inspired. And what can you do on your next day off? And I'd like to challenge you too. What can you do with some of that paid time off? If you have it sitting in an account waiting for you, how can you start to put that into use? You don't have to take a whole week away. You don't have to carve out that time to escape and then worry about catching up when you get back. Just build in some more holiday weekends for yourself. Didn't that feel good, that Memorial Day weekend? Didn't it feel nice to have an easy Monday? Whether or not you were in the office, 
I was working on Monday, but it still felt more light and easy because it was a vac- it was a holiday vibe, even if you're serving clients or guests. Myself, I work in a luxury resort here in the San Diego area. I work in the spa, so it's a beautiful place to work, but it is work. And even on the best of weeks, there are still some days when you remember work is a four-letter word. But I have a lovely benefit being a hotel employee that I can go visit and apply a discount at other locations. And so coming up in just a few weeks, my husband and I are celebrating our 10th anniversary. My mother is celebrating a birthday of a significant round number. And so I decided to take advantage of the perks and use that discount. And we're all going down to the big island. We're going to spend a week together in Hawaii. We're going to create memories. We plan to do some snorkeling and diving. We plan to do some coffee and vanilla farm tours. We plan to get some massages, healer heal thyself. And we're looking forward to sharing some wonderful food and creating magnificent memories. And I'll be back in a few weeks feeling fresh, hopefully not too much more suntanned. I've already got my reef compliant sunscreen from Amazon. I'm looking forward to actually getting away from the computer, unplugging and doing a real vacation. And I hope that through the course of this conversation that I've inspired you to at least start small, but I hope that you'll take a look at your calendar, talk with your family or friends and see what you can do to carve out some time for yourself. So you've got some short-term solutions. You've got a little bit of something to look forward to because you deserve it, because you deserve this time for yourself to feel refreshed, restored, and renewed. And when you come back, you'll bring so much back with you. Thanks for joining me today. Wishing you all the best. And I look forward to seeing you back here again real soon. Thanks for joining us today. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit happifiedlife.com. Subscribe on your favorite player to catch the next episode as soon as it's out. Sharing really is caring, so please rate and review the show while you're there. And if you know someone else who would love it, please pass it along. Until next time, my friends, keep on shining.